Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, editor here at EM360, and your host on today's episode. Make sure you stay up to date with all of our latest episodes by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you go for your podcast needs. In today's episode, I'm joined by Mohammed Ahmed, VP of Developer Platform at Weaveworks, and we're going to be talking about how trusted delivery is vital for cloud native. Mohammed, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Matt. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, yeah, pleasure to have you. Um, could you just give us a little bit of background on who you are and what you do at Weaveworks? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as you mentioned, I work as the uh, VP of uh, Developer Platform at Weaveworks. My main uh, job is to make sure that GitOps is properly understood um, and adopted widely uh, in the community and um, you know, for as many you know, enterprises as possible. I joined Weaveworks as part of uh, the Magalix acquisition. I'm the co-founder and the ex-CEO of Magalix. Uh, Magalix is a company or was a company to um, secure cloud native applications from code to cloud. Uh, and I think we're going to get into that. Uh, before Magalix, I, um, I worked at different engineering and business roles at different companies like AWS, Microsoft, and a few sort of companies in the Silicon Valley. Oh, brilliant stuff. Thank you for that. Um, so obviously we're here to kind of talk about the kind of like GitOps space. Um, could you just give us a brief overview of what GitOps actually is and why it's kind of different from, you know, current delivery methods and platforms? Yeah, absolutely. So GitOps is the promise to have uh, everything in your GitHub repo. And uh, this is the holy grail for, for developers or DevOps in general. If we take a step back, DevOps is all about bringing the developers and the operations closer together. And um, it, it started by codifying everything. So everything that you do in your infrastructure and your applications is done as code. And then when it first started, it started with the operations guys have their own ways of writing code codifying the infrastructure and developers, of course, they have their own repos and they, they run their, um, their application you know, development stack differently. So GitOps is bringing those together. This is one major change. They're bringing them together um, in one platform. You know, GitHub is one of the uh, widely, uh, most widely used um, code management systems. Um, and we're just using it um, to bring the, as I mentioned, the ops and the development um, into one single system. So that's one major change. Another major change that GitOps is providing compared to existing um, you know, methods of deploying applications and infrastructure is context-aware or con context awareness. All the, all the current or the old ways of deploying applications and infrastructure, that's called CI-CD, continuous deployment and continuous integration, they're pushing the changes to your systems. The GitOps are, is all about pulling those changes into your system. And um, the main advantage that the pull method provides compared to the push, push method is that the system is aware of what kind of updates it's pulling into it. And it's making sure that whenever it pulls those updates, those updates are actually 
um, not going to bring the system down. And if there's anything wrong that is taking place, um, the, the GitOps agents or tooling is going to make sure that it rolls back to the last known configurations and the system is still up and running without any downtime or without any impact on the performance of the applications. So this is GitOps in a nutshell. Definitely there is more into that, but I just wanted to provide a very high level overview uh, about uh, GitOps. No, no, that's great. Thank you so much for defining that. Um, so, so kind of like moving on to kind of the security side of things. Um, can you just kind of tell us what is security as code, and why do we need it for you know the the, the cloud native applications? Sure, absolutely. The same thing as I, the same pattern that took place between the ops and developers is also taking place right now between ops developers and security engineers. In the old days. Security engineers used to be um, at the last step before you deploy your application or your infrastructure. They would go through whatever changes that you uh, that you've done or about to do, and they uh, would basically tell you, "Yes, this is uh, okay. This is not okay." Bring uh, and ask you to go back to the whiteboard and maybe redesign some a few pieces to make sure that you're compliant to their security needs. But this is this is definitely slowing uh, things down. Pretty much similar to how the ops guys were slowing down the developers in the early days. So in the startup community and also in the cloud native community, they were saying, all right, can we also do security as code so that the security engineers can actually write down what kind of standards and what kind of policies they would like to, uh, them to be applied before deploying my applications and systems to the, to the production uh, environments. And from that point, the security as code actually was born. Uh, so now, rather than only having developers writing code and others slowing them down, everyone now writes code, including security engineers. So security as code, is in a nutshell, is all about writing all the checks and balances that you would like to have in the system before uh, deploying your application and also post-deploy your application. So for example, I wanna make sure that some of my containers uh, are not running as root in my um, infrastructure. I wanna make sure that some ports are not really open. I wanna make sure that um, you know, some, uh, um, some sort of uh, redundancy that is being implemented and so on. All of this can be codified and enforced at commit time when the developers uh, commit their code or their changes and also at runtime when the application actually gets deployed uh, to the infrastructure. So kind of in, in a nutshell, just to tie those first two questions together, you know, why do we need GitOps and why do we need security as code? Um, that's a very good question. So. Let's take one step back. What is actually happening right now in the uh, in the software industry? And um, there's one major disruption that has been taking place for the last uh, four to five years, which is the cloud native um, you know stack. I think six seven years ago, you know Kubernetes as the uh, main container orchestration platform you know took off, and everyone got excited about it. Now, as a result of that, there are so many moving parts. So your application, or rather than having two or three microservices, now a typical application would have dozens of microservices and containers interacting together. Now, with this uh, complexity, there's a lot that it can take place or a lot of things that can happen uh, in your infrastructure. 
In other words, you know, a lot of bad things can, can take place. Now, this is not possible to manage with the old ways. You have to introduce as much uh, automation as possible. And with this automation, again, you would like to make sure that there is some sort of embedded recovery. There is some sort of embedded uh, also you know, intelligence in your deployment systems. And GitOps actually provides that. So it's, it eliminates a lot of the overheads uh, that you would typically need to handle as a developer or as an operations engineer. So that's, that's, that's why actually GitOps is, is gaining popularity over time. The more and more we get into the cloud native as a community and the more that we uh, use containers, the more that we need more systems that would support us and automate a lot of the recovery, automate a lot of the, you know, the minor details that you need to handle every time you push a change. And also another thing is the frequency of change. I remember in the, again, five, six years ago, uh, when people would say, or the engineers would say that we're running fast, they would deploy maybe you know, three, four times a week. Right now you can, it's actually normal for you to deploy five, six times a day. So you cannot really perform the same operations that you used to perform before, uh, since you're now accelerating the pace of innovation and the pace of you, know, uh, you deploying new versions of your application. So GitOps, again, provides all those checks and balances and automate a lot of things for you compared to the conventional CI, CD. Mm. And just sort of to tie that into, you know, trusted delivery, trusted delivery um, what, what does that entail and why does it matter so much? Yeah, absolutely. So trusted delivery actually is one of, um, one of the mechanisms that are built on top of GitOps to make sure that um, developers can, do not shoot themselves in the foot. So let's say you are, um, you're now making a change and uh, you wanna make sure that this change is not violating certain business requirements or certain security requirements. So trusted delivery is all about running policies on top of your code. And those policies are going to check whether you're compliant with those standards or not. So, um, so rather than moving fast, and there is a possibility of breaking things, the way that we call it inside WeWorks is move fast, but don't break things, right? The opposite of Facebook mantra, um, which is, you know, they want people to break things. No, in, in enterprise infrastructure, and when it comes to, um, you know, something that is really critical for your business, you still want to move fast and innovate uh, quickly, but you do not want to break things. So trusted delivery is all about that. Again, move fast, but do not break things. Yeah, I think I think it's a good analogy to use. Um, so, so where do you kind of see the future of uh, GitOps? I, I know like trusted delivery is, is one case anyway. Um, but what do you feel as though are the, the, the plans moving forward in the space for cloud native application delivery? Yeah, absolutely. Now, GitOps enabled that super highway. It just created that super highway from code all the way to the to your production uh, environment. So you mm. can deploy very quickly. You can fix any issues very quickly. But now the question is, how do I make sure that I am deploying reliable, efficient, and secure applications since you know using the GitOps? I'm now moving really fast, but I want to make sure that I'm moving fast, but still applying the highest possible standards. And this is what we call it the well-architected, the GitOps well-architected you know, framework um, inside WeWorks. And it's all about 
Okay, I'm going to enable you to move really quickly, but here are some of the best security practices. Here you go, some of the best reliability practices. So uh, rather than um, you know just giving you a tool or uh, a platform that you can do um, you know all sorts of uh, wrong things uh, if you do not have the right uh, knowledge and experience, uh, then I will give you actually a solution that would still keep you you know, in that fast innovation lane, but at the same time, you're applying the standards of, of the giants. Uh, like if you go to AWS and see how they deploy their applications or their infrastructure, because they have a, an army of engineers and, you know, in security, reliability, and performance, they're able to do that. Uh, but we're enabling smaller teams that, that they do not necessarily have the, all that knowledge and all those cycles to still apply those highest standards that, AWS or Azure or Google would be able to apply with the minimal amount of tooling. I mean, how, how would this framework help developers and operators, you know, innovate on this cloud native software stack? Uh, so we are basically embedding all that knowledge. So in, 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 in WeaveWorks, we have a ton of knowledge, you know, working with um, a lot of uh, customers and, and diverse infrastructure. And as we were evolving in our journey, we learned a lot. We learned a lot how to best secure your containers, how to best secure your storage, and so on. All of that can be embedded as, uh, as we call it, profiles in your Git, um, you know, GitOps infrastructure or GitOps pipeline. So with a click of a button, you can um, basically enable a complex workflow to check uh, your container and make sure that your container is secure enough uh, without really knowing much about how to secure it. Um, and actually, this is, uh, this is something also that's being developed and verified by the community. It's not only us that uh, have been doing this by ourselves. We've been co collaborating with a lot of people in the community to embed that knowledge and making, making it reusable in different applications and different infrastructure stacks. Very, very insightful stuff. Um, well, thanks so much for joining us today, Mohammed. It was really, really great to get your insights into today's topic. Well, thank you very much, Matt, for having me. It's been a pleasure uh, talking with you here. Yeah, no reason to, no reason to. And um, thank you to everyone listening as well. We hope you took a lot away from today's episode, but for further information on what we discussed today, please head on over to weave.works. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series, but until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms, Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, please head on over to EM360Tech.com.